0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's summer and it's time to get yourself on your feet and outside. So if you've been thinking about getting into a regular routine of running or walking, I have the book for you, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good which is equally about walking. Now these stories will work for your whole family and they'll actually give you some ideas about how you can run or walk with your children and also how you can use running or walking as a way to improve family bonds and keep the kids faces out of those screens. So we have a writer, Andrew Todd Smith, who was sick of watching his kids look at video screens. So he decided to do something about it one day after his wife, Lisa, heard voices coming from their game room at 4.45 in the morning. She discovered that their older son, Hunter, had been playing the video game Fortnite since he got home from school the previous day. So that was something like 12 hours. Andrew and Lisa were sick and tired of the amount of time that Hunter spent playing video games. He would often sleep until 1 or 2 p.m. on Saturdays because he had stayed up playing games until 2 or 3 in the morning the night before. And they had tried limiting his video game time, but nothing had worked consistently. Andrew thought back to what his own summers had been like when he was a kid. And he remembered days that he spent completely outside playing with his friends because back then, kids wanted to go outside. Andrew knew what had changed. It was the video games that were attracting the kids back inside. And he didn't want his kids to miss the benefits of playing sports and instead spend all their time glued to a screen inside. So he came up with a great idea. Hunter would have to run to earn his screen time. Each mile he ran would get him 30 minutes on his device. And he could run as many miles as he wanted to earn more video game time. So the first couple of days didn't go very well. Hunter opted to just sleep instead of earning his screen time. But then he gave in, and he decided to give it a try. But first, being a teen, he negotiated. Why couldn't he get credit for his soccer practices and games? And Andrew decided that that was actually fair, and so he gave Hunter a one-hour credit for each day that he had a practice or a game, because, of course, there's a lot of running in soccer. And then Andrew added another incentive for Hunter that on Fridays, weekends, and holidays, Hunter would earn double the screen time for each mile he ran. Now, it wasn't too long before Hunter's younger brother, Palmer, enrolled in the program so that he could watch basketball videos on YouTube. Andrew says, although I'll never be excited about our sons playing 10 hours of video games or watching YouTube, you can rest assured that I'm super happy about them running the 10 miles it took them to earn that screen time. And now both boys are runners, along with their older sister, Alyssa, who actually ran a marathon at age 16. Andrew loves the fact that he got their screen time under control. And he got them to do something that is good for them and also something that challenges them more than just attaining a higher score in a video game. Running is indeed a powerful way to shape young minds. So Kristen Armstrong, who was an Olympic gold medal winner and is now a professional bike racer, she summed it up when she said, There is something magical about running. After a certain distance, it transcends the body. Then a bit farther, it transcends the mind. So Andrew saved his kids' brains from turning into mush and in so doing also created a family activity and three very fit children. In another story in the book, Chanel Eliasson found her own way to bridge the gap with her teenage son through running. Grant was a typical teenage boy. He had distanced himself from his mother, and she really needed to find a way to reconnect with him. The only thing that really seemed to make him happy was track. He would actually even talk about that a little with her. And then one day... He told her that he had to start a log of his running, the running that he did at home, not just, you know, official practices at school. And then he shocked her by very casually saying, do you want to run with me? Because he said it would be good to have a running partner. Well, Chanel was out of shape and she was not a runner, but there was no way that she was going to turn down the opportunity to do something with her son, right? Because we'll walk over hot coals if necessary and just to spend time with our kids. So Chanel said what any out-of-shape mother would say when invited to run with her very in-shape son. She said, I'd love to. And then she hoped that this would work because maybe this would give her back that close relationship she used to have with Grant. Maybe this would fix everything. So the next morning, they began. And Chanel tried, but she couldn't keep up with Grant. And eventually, he said he'd have to keep moving ahead because he was practicing. And so she saw him run off and she thought so much for togetherness. This didn't feel any better than what happened every day, but she kept trying the next morning. She ran again and every morning after that, and she got stronger and faster and she could run farther, but she still couldn't keep up with Grant enough to have that closeness that she was trying to reincorporate into their relationship. And then one gray morning with rain threatening, Chanel was going to stay in bed, but Grant called to her from the bedroom door and said that they should go despite the forecast of rain. So indeed, the skies did open up on them, and they had to dash for shelter under a bridge. And that's when Chanel realized that running together, however bad she was at it, was truly her bridge back to her son. And then they decided not to wait out the rain under that bridge, and they emerged together And they ran toward home getting wet together. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you want to learn more about this new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good, visit our website. You go to chickensoup.com and then click on the podcast button and you'll find the book there. And you'll also find links that will allow you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And that way you'll get each new episode automatically downloaded into your phone. Come back for our next episode to meet Jen Miller. She's the best-selling author of running books and also the writer of the weekly New York Times running newsletter. She's going to talk about how she motivates herself to run. And she'll talk about her own story in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good.